Hey there, Piper Post here. Thank you so much for listening. Today I have a fun story to share, but first I want to start out with telling you some good news and some bad news. The bad news is, unfortunately, I know very, very well the heartache and hurt that comes from your husband using or having an addiction to pornography. I know that struggle. Uh, Those wounds are deep and they are painful. The good news is that because of Jesus, I was able to recover from those wounds and I began that recovery journey even before my husband entered into his recovery journey for his porn addiction. I believe you can do that too. You can recover from your husband's porn addiction and the wounds that you have received from that addiction even if he has not yet. Even if he has not come to a place where he's ready to face the music and do the hard work and seek the Lord for his own healing, you can still seek the Lord for your healing and for your recovery. That's why this podcast exists. That's why the Porn Apart Ministry exists. That's why our Facebook group for wives Our private face group for wives exists. By the way, if you're not in that group, you really should be. It's for wives only. It's on Facebook. It's called Wives Porn Apart. You can find the link in the show notes. That is why I offer group coaching and one-on-one coaching. I'm working on developing my first course. That's why I'm doing all the things because I believe Jesus is so powerful and I believe that you can recover. And I want that for you. I want that healing for you. I want that freedom from you. And I want that hope for you. So thank you so much for being here. And thank you for listening. Today I'm going to be sharing a concept about how to make progress in your recovery and how to maintain that progress. We actually began talking about it a little bit in my last episode Three Bad Habits That Stall Your Recovery, which is episode 21. So if you haven't listened to that one, you may want to go back and check it out. In that episode, I talked about the idea of baby steps and how it's all too easy to think that we can or we should make these leaps and bounds in our progress because we feel so ready to recover or we feel so ready to heal. Having the wound is not fun, so we're so ready to get it over with. But here's the thing, taking too many steps or trying to take too big of steps can actually stall out our recovery, causing us to relapse and possibly even causing us to become re-traumatized and moving backwards in our recovery and, you know, making negative progress. So today I want to share with you another way to look at the idea of baby steps. This concept is called the 20 mile march. And I heard this story a couple of years ago and I was just reminded of it. And it clicked with me all of a sudden that this concept works so well 
with our recovery journeys. So the idea of the 20 mile march was popularized by Jim Collins in his book, Great by Choice. Now, full disclaimer, you might not want to go out and buy the book. It's actually a business book and he breaks down the most successful companies and how they achieve their success. So if that's your thing, if you love reading about business or you're an entrepreneur, go for it, go read it. But instead of talking about business, I want to apply the power of the 20 mile march to your recovery. Okay, so here's where the concept comes from. In the early 1900s, there was a race, a race by explorers to reach the South Pole. And there were two teams of explorers that said, okay, we're going to take these two very different strategies and we're both going to try to reach the South Pole. And the first team opted to walk or hike or march for 20 miles each day, regardless of the conditions they faced. If the weather was good, if the ground was good, flat, easy terrain, they restrained themselves and kept themselves from overexerting and only did 20 months. And on the flip side, when the conditions were rough, when it was a blizzard, and when it was really rough terrain, they disciplined themselves to cover 20 miles each day, no matter what. This team, this team that did 20 miles a day, a 20 mile march every day, reached the South Pole 34 days before the other team. But it's important for us to look at what the other team's strategy was too. And I want you to hear this, okay? I want you to hear how heavy this is. And especially when you apply it to how some of us go about our recovery, how I know at times I went about my recovery. Yeah, it's heavy. Let's just say that. So the second team of explorers, they opted to hike as much as they could on any given day. If they had good weather and good you know, terrain conditions, they would march 40 miles or even 60 miles a day. And when the conditions were bad, you know, bad weather or rough terrain, or maybe people were sick, they camped and they hunkered down in their tents and they just tried to stay warm and stay out of the elements. Sadly for them, they all died. They all died just 10 miles short of reaching the South Pole. They were 10 miles away. And it was, they didn't get there until long after the other team had come and gone. So why is this so important for us? <laughs> so let's break it down. First of all, let's just say it. Consistency is key. Baby steps is where this comes into play. Whatever strategy you're employing, for your recovery, whatever step of recovery you're on right now, if you're working my Thrive uh, you know, steps, and let's say you're doing H, help your body, and that's the step that you're focusing on right now, you need to make sure 
that you're not setting your baby steps or your 20 mile march to be too much for you. It needs to be able to be consistently completed every day. And the progress is what happens over time doing that every day. It isn't that some days you do a whole lot better and then some days you don't have as good of a day. You need to look for that sweet spot of consistency. What are the baby steps that I can complete and I can complete with success? Okay, consistency is key. The other thing to consider is that these two teams of explorers were pretty much the same. They had the same amount of people. We have to assume they had the same amount of skills and the same amount of equipment available to them, that they were both led by experts (laughs) in the field. But as the story shows, their results varied very widely. And this wasn't because of their skill set or the or their equipment. It was simply their strategy that was different. Okay? Your equipment and your skills are not really what matters. What matters is your strategy and that you can complete it on a daily basis. So don't put something into your daily plan that you are not going to be successful at completing every day. Okay? Here's why. There will never be enough good days. There will never be enough good days to get you through recovery because recovery really happens on the hard days, on the days you don't want to do it. Recovery really, you know, you're really going to march those 20 miles and you're really going to understand and feel the importance of them on the days that it doesn't feel good. But you're going to fall back on your plan. You're going to trust Jesus. You're going to say, I'm going to do this. I can put one foot in front of the other, and I can do this every day. Doesn't matter if it's a perfect day or not, because the real recovery work is done on the bad days. So break down those goals. Break them down however you have them broken down right now. Let's break them down for more. You can set as huge a goal as you want for yourself. But the only factor that determines whether you attain that lofty goal is the strategy or the execution plan which you set in motion. Jim Collins wrote about successful companies and that people would set clear goals and break them into small manageable bits. The leader of the exploring team that reached the South Pole broke his entire journey into 20-mile bits, and they were steadfast in attaining the daily quota of that journey. So what's your daily quota? Don't attack on the days that you feel good and rest on the days that you don't. Figure out something that you can complete every day. So let's look at an example here of the team that lost. Think about setting the New Year's resolution. I know for years I was the queen of setting these amazing lofty New Year's resolutions 
And usually I would complete them through the month of January really strong. February, it was hit or miss. March, usually I was done by then. This is why gyms, like workout gyms, can offer amazing deals at the beginning of the year because they know a lot of people are going to sign up, they're going to fizzle out, and there's going to be plenty of room at all of the gyms for all of the regular members who are doing their 20-mile march going to the gym on a regular basis because everybody else has burnt out and or gotten injured or their goals were too lofty or they weren't really going for the right reason. And that's why they, you know, that's why there's all these, you know, crazy business things attached to New Year's resolutions. So be careful not to overdo it. Remember the concept of the 20 mile march. Right now is a time where you've got to be kind to yourself. We want you to make progress. I want you to make progress. If you need personal coaching on how to make progress or what you should be doing, or I talked about the Thrive Model of Recovery and you have no idea what I'm talking about, would you schedule a 30-minute free discovery call with me? And we'll just talk about it. We'll just talk about the coaching that I do. We'll talk about the recovery plan that I teach. It's designed specifically for wives whose husbands struggle with porn addiction, Christian wives with Christian husbands who struggle with porn addiction. I designed it based on what God brought me through, and I I am so blessed to share it with other women and humbled that he is using that plan and that model for other women to draw close unto him and receive healing. Remember, to sum it up, the temptation to throw yourself into your recovery work is going to be strong. Because you want it so bad. You want to feel better so bad. But you've got to find your sweet spot. You've got to find what you can do that is attainable, measurable, achievable every day. And it is in longevity. It is in the long game that you are going to be able to see your wounds heal and the pain dissipate and you get you start to get your power back and you start to get your energy back and you start to be able to trust again and to love again and to look to Jesus more and more every day. That's what I want for you. That's the power of the 20 mile march. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to take some steps towards your own recovery, I want to invite you to download my PDF guide, Three Steps to Thriving. And these are the three steps that I took to lead to real progress in my own life before my husband was free of his porn addiction. These are the three things that I did. And I would love to help you begin your progress of recovery as well. If you're ready, reach out to me, piper at pornapart.com, or you can download that guide at pornapart.com slash thrive. On Porn Apart, we teach with Jesus and lead with Jesus. He is the one who heals you through his word, prayer, meditation, community, good food, movement, therapy, and rest.